Welcome to Grace to All. I'm your host, Paul Gray. You've probably used the word grace, sang Amazing Grace, or said grace at a meal. But did you know that God's grace is way better than we can even imagine, and that you and all people already have an abundant supply of God's unlimited amazing grace? Today, we're going to hear the truth about God's amazing grace to all people. So, sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. And if you were with us last week, you heard just a delightful interview with a delightful lady with Ronelle Lanzer, who's uh, in Germany now. She's originally from South Africa. She's an amazing lady with an amazing past, wonderful experiences. Well, before we get into what we're going to today, hello again, Ronelle, and thanks for being with us. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Paul. Thanks to you. And thanks for everybody. That is watching right now. Yeah. It's amazing to be back. It's good to have you. I want to jump right into what you're doing today, specifically with your coaching. And I'll just turn it over to you. Tell us about your coaching, what it is, how you help people, examples of what's happened in your life and in other people's lives. Okay. First of all, to where it started in... The Lord spoke to me last year about helping people. And I've always been a very driven by my heart. And I've always encouraged everybody around me because I love to see somebody lifted out of any situation that they might be challenged with. And that turned into doing coaching courses and started to coach people. And when it came to deciding what my logo should be and what I should be doing, what type of coaching, I heard God's voice and he said, do manifestation coaching. And I really had no idea, like some people might not know, that this word even existed as a coach. And I went online and I Googled it and there were these millions of manifestation coaches. But in my Christian environment, I'd never heard of that word before. We are actually the co-creators. So I was very astounded and actually then realized I've been doing this a lot. I've actually been manifesting so many things in my life, but never realized this is exactly what God wants us to live today. Just to give an example, I used to do vision boards. And before COVID hit, I think God was prompting me to imagine that our business really grows and see it very, you know, many branches opening up and many ways of helping my African son, as I call him, in his area to build schools, et cetera, et cetera. All these things that I have dreams of. And then when COVID hit, it's actually a type of business that was hit very hard by the lockdowns and everything because the automobile industry stopped and exhibitions stopped. But remarkably, because I already had a vision built I felt it. I knew that our business would grow in doesn't matter what was going on because I was constant dialogue. I knew that I knew from the vision God had showed me that this business would grow. I had no fear. I had moments where I was had these like, you know, blackouts. Oh gosh, who am I? And everybody started working and using our aluminium, as I say, to make uh, these clips for the masks. And that uh, there was such a high profit in it. It was carrying us through the months where it was locked down and then everything started opening. And I kept on seeing how the business growing and praising God for it. 
And last month was one of the best months we've had since we started the company 10 years ago. So that's just one. I praise God. I honor him. I, I rejoice in that which he is because he showed me and he teach. Um, this is the type of things I teach my clients that it's not a, so complicated to manifest the things that you're hoping for. And, you know, the Lord says that we need vision. We need to experience those things, although they are, you know, faith is a substance. And what is a substance? It's something in the spirit that is being built. Whether you build worry, whether you build sickness, whether you build fear, or whether you build abundance, love, gratitude, it goes either way. So what I do with my clients, I bring them back to their original identity of abundance. Showing them once again that it's not impossible for them, no matter where they live, if they live in a small place, a small flat, difficult financial conditions, it's got nothing to do with them. It's just an experience that they need to change by believing in who they are. They're believing they are sons of God. And as their thinking goes, their energy flows and what they're thinking and believing builds on the outside then. It's sometimes a process in some areas, but once they got it, it's amazing what happens. Well, give us some examples of some things that have happened. Some of the ladies, the one lady that I coached, she had a business before, and then somehow through family circumstances, it ended up being basically they went bankrupt because the family got involved and some other things. When I met her, she was down and out, and yet she had this feeling. She had the feeling of experiencing a lot of money before, and I just brought her back to sensing that she is a son, and no matter what, whether her husband was still looking for a job in South Africa, you know, she's in South Africa in Cape Town, and no matter what, whether they had to pay the rent at the end of the month, she I kept bringing her back into that state of abundance consciousness. And today she did her estate agent's exam. She's still believing that she's going to open a toilet paper business. That is in one of her visions. She is doing well. And she is, when you hear her testimony, she's just so excited because God really took her not out of the circumstances immediately, but he took her out of her, her thinking that was limited. So that is just one example of, yeah, I don't know what else you want me to share, but Let's get back to smaller things. I also coach my clients into understanding that everything is changeable with the way you think. So by starting to practice, for instance, last week when I had an issue with my computer, with my Apple Mac, and I just had it repaired and I really don't have time to go and take it into the repair shop. So I just sat back and just imagined that when I opened that computer, I could see it was fixed. And when I switched it on, it was. My expectation, my feeling of what it's like to have this computer fixed was already done. I made up, I was intentional, and it worked again. And one of the ladies in my groups I shared this with, there was more testimonies of that, but the one I can specifically remember now, her cat disappeared. They're also in South Africa, and she was distraught. And she remembered to use her imagination and become intentional about seeing her cat. So she sat on her chair after a day and her cat disappeared. And she just imagined and felt the exhilaration of her cat coming back. And within a minute, the cat walked through the window. So I think the yeah. importance is that everybody just realizes it's all areas of your life. It's not just 
because a lot of people always speak about finances. Yes, it does affect us at the moment, but to start practicing, if we can't believe for the big things, believe for the smaller things first, you know, that you, when you start seeing those testimonies happening in your own life, that you realize, oh my gosh, it is really true. Yeah. And I I think I heard you use the word intention. Some of the folks that I'm involved with and that I enjoy are really into quantum spirituality. And they talk about focused intention, which I completely agree with. And I find out that when we do focus our intention on something, it can work both ways. You know, if, if we focus our intention expecting the worst and playing out different bad scenarios, you know, <laughs> the, yeah, those can manifest too. But we have the power to not do that and to instead focus on the good. I think that's part of what the Apostle Paul was talking about in Philippians 4, 8, when he said, think about these things or focus on these things, you know, whatever's true and lovely and pure and right and admirable and worthy of praise, those types of things. And I think that's, you know, when I first uh, memorized that verse and the way I was taught back in religious settings, I think, okay, well, I'm, I'm having trouble here. Things aren't good. So I'm going to focus on, a, I'm in an island in Jamaica or somewhere on the beach and focus on the, the ocean and the sunset and everything. And that, that really didn't work <laughs> for me. But I'm understanding now, focusing whatever's true and lovely and right is focusing on who God really is and who we really are and who everybody else is. Well, it's the truth of how pure and right and lovely we are and everybody else. Focusing our intention on that raising our vibrations, as they would say in quantum physics, and then, you know, putting ourselves in a position to think, to visualize the good things that we want to happen. And that, to me, has been very helpful. The thing is, we were born to think on good things, and our foundations is abundance, and it's in Christ. And we just got so off it. So we got to practicing, like you said, it works both ways. And this is what makes it a bit easier when you work with clients. They can understand the bad direction because they've been doing it for so long. So you just guide them into what if God says and explain the physical effects it has on your body, etc. And when they get an understanding and the depth of faith as a substance and speaking good things and thinking good things, it brings a whole new dimension to renewing your mind because we've heard renew your mind and have faith, but not understanding how this functions just makes it, Yeah, something that some people could do, but God is truly bringing understanding and I love it. You know, spirit of understanding, I sense is so, is helping us with this, you know, one of the seven spirits and it brings in something that is so, I would put the words reachable, but I don't want to use that word because it's still then if you say I'm reaching out to something, it's still a separation, but it brings something that lights up everything within us to understand that it's not so complicated. If you understand your body and how God made you, it brings an understanding of how your thoughts are, that your thoughts actually is not just in your mind, that it's outside of your mind and it affects everything your cells do. That when you're in a constant state of gratitude and excitement and love, then you actually live longer. Then you actually don't become ill. It creates your, it strengthens your immune system because there's hormones that get secreted by only with gratitude and love and and being in that state. So there's so many aspects of manifestation. You know, it's good when you ask me, say, okay, I think, I feel, and I manifest, but 
it's so exciting to understand the whole aspect of it. Like I said, many things to know. Yeah. And it's fun. Well, it is. And it where science is going now, and I'm not a, a scientist at all. That's my smallest degree of uh, knowledge is, uh, in science. But I'm fascinated by it and understanding that quantum science, quantum spirituality is able to to show the things that before we thought were mystical. Well, they were mystical simply because we didn't know yet. But now we're seeing, oh, well, they can actually measure that with different things that they have now, or they can see this type of thing. And we can see that we're all connected and we have a, an energy field that manifests either at a, a high level or a, a lower dark level. And I've had well, not a ton of, but certainly more than a handful of experiences of being able to help and encourage people who were, in their own words, atheists, but in talking, just getting to be friends with them, not judging them. And so one of them was a guy who was a very talented inventor. He ran a lab at a university for 40 some odd years, a graduate level lab with people who were inventing new things, particularly with computers and electric stuff. And in the course of this, he told me that sometimes they'd be working on a project and he couldn't come up with the idea and he'd go to sleep at night and he'd wake up in the morning and he'd just have it. He would have the answer to it. His name was Mark. And I said, well, Mark, where did that answer come from? And he said, I don't know. And I said, well, consider this. Consider that answer coming from God and it being like just taking a quantum leap, something you didn't know before, the supernatural explaining it to you, and just you took a quantum leap and you knew it. Well, that got him started on a journey of his relationship with God. And I'm, I'm finding that uh, it's a lot more easy with many people of taking that approach and relating to something that they have some experience with rather than quoting scriptures and saying, uh, you know, you just got to have faith and it's, it's mumbo jumbo to them. That's it. God is taking us uh, from this Greek way of thinking back to the way the Hebrews think, which is taking everything into account and discussing things, not trying to convince people as if they're outside of you know, some weird person or something different, but in including them and bringing in discussions, but making sure that it's um, from a heart of love. I just want to share something. I feel compelled to share a testimony. Please. I don't know if it's maybe for somebody out there. And I'm just like, I was thinking about this just now when you were speaking. A few years ago, a friend of mine gave birth and she decided to do it at home. And she's in a town, a city just not too far away from me. And she ended up, she's a very tiny lady and the baby was born perfect, but she ended up nearly bleeding to death. And the ambulance came and she ended up being in a induced coma. Her husband and we all decided, the three of us, when we go into where she was lying, she was swollen. She had lost 26 liters of blood. It was completely out of her mind. And the doctor said to us, there's just basically zero chance of this lady ever waking up and if she would wake up she would be basically a vegetable so we made up our mind fear was not allowed we would see her for who she is and we would always go in there laughing and speaking to her as if she's 100% normal alive running around talking to us and we continually did this and we were full of joy that the people in the hospital think we were really insane they tried to prepare us for the worst continuously her mother but we held on to what she was like and this is what it's about we felt it we felt her joy we didn't look at her and saw the swollen face and was just crying hopelessly 
we would just be joyful. And three days later, she woke up. They tested her brain and they said, well, they feel it is okay, but they still couldn't promise us anything. So she woke up, she was out of the induced coma. And three days later, after that, she was completely awake. And when the doctors and nurses checked up with her, they sent a psychologist because she was just praising. She, she was in the heavenly realms when she was away. And she was just sharing how awesome God is. They led her free, but with a religious insanity. <laughs> but I, I religious to, insanity? A religious <laughs> insanity because she was just praising God. But there was absolutely <laughs> no hope for this lady, this friend. And I wanted to share it because, you know, if somebody is watching and you just keep crying out to God, help me, help me, it's all, it's possible within you, you know, join with your friends, with your family and just speak, make sure that you see your, your, your family or your friend in the state that they truly are and not what is being presented to you because it has such power to manifest what you are hoping for. Wow. What a great testimony. Thank you for sharing that. The Lord has shown me, you know, in Hebrews uh, 12, verses 1 and 2, since we have such a great cloud of witnesses, he's shown me that cloud of witnesses is people who've gone before us, could be family, friends, it could even be people we don't know. But what they're doing is they're witnessing to us. They're telling us what they know now that's true about God. And it, you telling that testimony that you just did, it just reminded me, we have this great cloud of witnesses around us that's continually telling us what they now know because they're in the presence of God in, a, in another dimension. You call it heaven or whatever you want. But we have the opportunity to give testimony to witness right here and now, as you just did. And those testimonies are very, very powerful. And I appreciate you sharing that so much. Yeah. That's a pleasure. Yeah, we, I think if we start talking about this, we're going to share many testimonies because it's just about, um, you know, I can carry on with testimonies. Like I'm just thinking of all these things that happen. But I think one fundamental thing is, what is God saying? Like you also, you also discuss it with God. I always say, what do you see? Just like we were talking about earlier, you were sharing that, this dialogue. What are yeah. you seeing? Because you can always see what he sees. Yeah. What are you seeing? What are you saying? And like one instance where my son was, they were testing him for some kind of disease. And I was saying, like, I said to the father, what do you see? And he says, what is my diagnostic? And I said, well, he's healed. So he said, well, that is it. And this amazes, you see, this is why this communication, as you were saying, is it's just so fundamental to always ask questions what is your opinion? And God will always say what he thinks. Like he sometimes says to me, I've given you what you need. You go and do what I've asked you. And sometimes it surprises me because he's really wanting us to step into being a son and not think, you know, think as a child, but act as a son. Yeah. Because thinking as a child is also, you know, we've forgotten. How do children play? This is also a very big part. They, they really see themselves in their stories, in their, in their fantasies. And they have no problem to believe what they are seeing there. And we need to just get back to that, yeah, the feeling and your mind working, connecting with your emotion. And I think as Mike said this before, Mike Popovich, the witness is your mind and your heart witnessing what you're seeing. Yeah. And then just going with that. Mm. That's very good. Wow. And being thankful. 
Well, yeah, and being thankful, grateful. We're out of time again. <laughs> so tell people, again, how they can connect with you, the uh, ways that you uh, possibly may be able to help them and what that's all about. You're welcome to contact me on Facebook. And like I said in the previous video, my website isn't uh, finished yet, but it will be soon. It's Ronald Lonzo Manifestation Coaching on Facebook. There's a group you can gladly ask to join. And then I also have a YouTube channel under the same name. And you can message me or if you're interested in a free discovery call. I also do that. And I also do group coaching. But to assess whether this is something for you, you're welcome to come and we do a free discovery call with you and then take it from there. But thank Great. you very much. You're sure welcome. And I know that uh, you're already helping people and we'll continue to help more and more. We're excited about doing similar things, not not like you're doing or as uh, you're doing them, but with different gifts that God's given us with our pure light walker experience. And I'm, I'm just so grateful to find out and get to know people like you around the world using the gifts that God's given them, the gift of faith he's given you and the gift of manifestation and helping others see that. And well, I, I'm just grateful for all of this. So Ronell, thank you again so much. Thank you. And thank you, Paul. It's been amazing. And I really look forward to interviewing you. It's been really a privilege, I mean, an honor to be here, and um, thanks so much. Thank you. I look forward to that, too. And thank you, everybody, for being with us on this edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you, and our special guest, please visit www.gracewithpaulgray.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and to join our Facebook group, Grace to All, where you'll be inspired and awakened to more truth that you can handle.